Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with Millennium Mike, and we had to react to this video. I have been sent this video almost a hundred times and asked to react to. So this is George Gammon calling for a 50% housing crash. Uh, so Mike was gracious enough to uh, cut it up into three segments. We will react to each of the three segments. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And as Mike said, uh, this is a, George Gammon's a real popular YouTuber. He's an economist, talks a lot about the overall economy, stocks and real estate. So he does in this video, Three reasons why the housing market is going to collapse by 50%. Three reasons home prices will fall by 50%. Which my first question is, Mike, is there any historical precedent for a 50% drop in a 12-month period? Yeah, so uh, so we got to be very careful. So I've watched this video several times because anytime you, I have learned that you react to a George Gammon video, uh, he has a very loyal tribe. And if you say anything negative, they are going to hammer you. <laughs> so I want to be very, very clear. I like a lot of what George puts out there. I've been asked to react to this, so I'm going to react to this video. But there are two things that George says very clearly that are important and very different than every other crash bro. In fact, I would not even put George in the pile of cash crash bros, even though he's calling 50%. This is why. One, and this is very important, he is talking about in real dollars, not nominal. That is such a powerful difference that you don't understand. Second, he talks about collapsing to 2012. Well, folks, that was 10 years ago. We have already seen 30% cumulative inflation. So we are already more than halfway to his call of 50%. I want to say that again. We are already more than halfway to his call of a 50% crash in real terms. We are 30.98% because I looked it up. So we only have to go 19% for his call. And second, he was very clear. He said years. He did not call 2023 over the next several years. So again, I ask if we've already seen 31% rounding, and if we see 8% inflation this year, and we see 6% inflation next year, and maybe we see a 5% drop, George Gammon might be right. We might see a cumulative 50% real crash in U.S. housing. So again, you got to be very clear. I do not think George Gammon believes we will have a 50% nominal crash. I do not believe that. But he is talking in real terms, which is game changing. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people miss it. So mm -hmm. um, I want to be very clear what I'm reacting to. We're, we're reacting to a, a crash to 2012 in real dollars. And we're already 31% there and we'll do 8% this year. So that's 39. And yes, I know these aren't, you don't actually add the numbers. I get it, but we're, we're close enough. So um, I don't think his call of 50% in real uh, real numbers is actually that outlandish. It's kind of easy to see happening.
Okay. Well, then uh, we'll we'll jump into the video. One more disclaimer. You know, the video he released is something like 23 minutes long. It's my job to try to cut it down into the most applicable one and a half to two minute clip. So if I forgot or missed a key point you wanted to see, I'm sorry. It wasn't my intention. Just hard to shorten this thing down. So, Mike, you ready to jump in? I am. Thank you so much. Three reasons home prices will fall by 50%. Reason number one stocks are getting crushed. And I know a lot of you will say to yourself, well, George, what does the stock market have to do with the housing market? Good question. We all know about the demographic problem in the United States. The baby boomers are all retiring, but the majority of their wealth is in their home equity and their stock portfolio, maybe their bond portfolio, which is getting equally crushed but their purchasing power is being squeezed many different ways. Let's think about inflation going up at nine, 10%. And this is according to the CPI, which we know is really the CP lie. <laughs> it only lies about the basket of goods. It doesn't give us accurate prices, but the baby boomers are really feeling the effects. Plus most of the stimulus that came from the government whether that was a break on your mortgage payment or just direct checks are already gone. Okay, so Mike, in the layman's terms, as you explained before we started watching the videos, it sounds like a lot of what he's talking about is inflation is eating away at real values and real purchasing power. Yeah, that's exactly what he's highlighting. So as I look at his first point, he's my summary of his first point is, Baby boomers are getting crushed in the stock market. They're going to have to sell their homes uh, so they can live the rest of their life. My simplistic answer. I don't, again, I, anytime you react to George Gammon, you know you're going to get a lot of hateful comments. Um, but unfortunately, I, I don't agree with this. I think there's a lot of baby boomers uh, that actually can't sell their home because, yes, they have a lot of equity, but but you have to ask yourself, what's the alternative? They have to live somewhere. There's not a baby boomer alive that lives in a house that wants to go live in a car, right? They're not going to trade down to a car. Right. Could they move in with family? Maybe, maybe, maybe that, that, that could work. Could they, you know, trade down to an old folks home? Maybe probably most don't want to do that. So I really thought on his first opinion, is the stock market is crashing so hard and bond fund flows are crashing so hard. They have to sell their homes uh, to make ends meet. And I, I disagree, unfortunately. And, and again, all the George Gammon fans are going to come out of the woodwork and say, I'm an idiot for whatever reason. But historically speaking, um, you don't sell your, you know, your golden egg, your home with a 3% mortgage or a lot of baby boomers free and clear. Um, because they got to go somewhere else. And I just don't see that unless, uh, you know, the, the baby boomers that can move in with their kids or maybe sister or brothers, maybe that could, that could be a thing, right? You could get, you could get multi-generational housing, but I don't think that'll be enough to, to crash the market. Could that bring on a couple more pieces of inventory? Sure. Uh, but I don't think it moves the needle. So um, his three arguments, this is the one that kind of felt, felt like a little bit of reaching to me. Okay. All right. Well, then uh, we'll jump into his second point. The second reason home prices will fall by 
50% is mortgage rates screaming higher. We see the 30-year fixed rate mortgage has gone up to 7.2%. This is a mind-boggling number when you consider a little over a year ago, they were in the 3% range. So mortgages going from a three handle all the way up to a seven handle in about 12 months. This means that the affordability for homes or the demand absolutely plummets, which is exactly what we've seen. But there's some experts out there that are saying mortgage rates are going a lot higher. This inflation that we have been experiencing, it is structural. It's going to be here for a while. So I'd ask each and every one of you watching this video, you've experienced significant consumer price inflation over the last year. So do you think it's transitory? Or do you think that inflation is gonna be with us for a long, long time? <laughs> Jerome Powell is very serious about squashing inflation. So, then it goes back to my original point. Well, they can only go so high before they break something. And Joseph points out that this time it's a little bit different because the Fed has all of these new tools that they could prop up the market with or prop up the markets that are extremely important. And these markets would be the credit markets, not so much the equity markets or the real estate market. All right, Mike, now he, he really covered a bunch in there. And I think the key takeaway that most people are gonna immediately understand is look, rates are really high. That's gonna force prices lower because people can't afford to purchase. And then he went on to say, the Fed's gonna have to keep those rates high because inflation's probably not transitory. So over time, that's gonna weaken the housing market. But maybe you can elaborate better than I can. <laughs> Yeah. So I, th I, well, first off, very well done. I think that's a, a decent summary. I think really what I take from George's discussion there uh, and obviously what happened at the Fed meeting this week, you can really merge those together. I think George is right. The Fed is going higher. They are going to be there. They're going higher, slower, and they're going to be there longer. So his second argument about higher rates crushing demand is absolutely correct. Demand is going to be destroyed for years, in my opinion. Um, unfortunately, what he doesn't talk about here, but I believe he goes to in, in the third one, is supply is also destroyed, right? When you look at his demand supply curve on his whiteboard, um, that's not what's happening in the real world, right? You, you, you read articles every day, or at least I do, almost every day about supply being pulled back. I'm not getting my wish pricing. I can't afford to move, right? So we're seeing a structural difference in the supply side as well. Higher rates mean less transactions. The higher rates go, the lower the transactions. That is a certainty. I will agree with George that if rates stay high for, say, an extended period, now everybody should be saying, well, what's an extended period? 12 months or longer. That could be a problem. So what, is, what does that look like? If we got to a point where mortgage rates were 9% or above for a year or longer, 
that could be a breaking point because what happens around the economy at 9% interest rates? Layoffs explode, deep, dark recession. What we need is forced inventory to come on the market via foreclosures and short sales. So if we have rates above 9% for over a year, we could generate forced sales and then maybe you get some price degradation, but it's not immediate. Housing is sticky. That's what we're seeing now. As George just showed you, rates are up 430 basis points. Based on everything you hear people talk about, prices should be down 43%, and they're down like five or six. Housing is sticky. It doesn't, it, it is not slow. Transactions crash immediately, and they will go even lower. But price is sticky. It won't, it won't, the, that won't happen unless we're there for a long time. I agree, but I think I think George, I think George would say this. They have to be high. Like it's not a moment, right? It's not like, hey, we hit nine percent on June fourteenth, and we're at eight percent July seventeenth. It's not that, right? We have to be there for a long time, and I think he would agree with that. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I actually did a live stream yesterday, and I was talking about three things that kind of needed to occur for a real collapse, and that's demand has to be kicked in the teeth, like it like it was in two thousand seven, eight, nine. Uh, supply has to explode upward or start to increase upward. Um, and then kind of the third and final thing is, is unemployment in there. You know, unemployment, as Milton Friedman says, isn't a uh, the cure for inflation, but it seems to be a necessary side effect for the cure for inflation. And so until we see that, which can cause the four sellers, I don't see the prices come down. Nailed it. All righty. Um, let's jump in and listen to his third and final reason as to why uh, prices are going to drop by 50%. The third reason home prices will fall by 50% is low supply doesn't matter if demand is even lower. And I want to point out before we move on, it's not just me saying that home prices will go down. It's a lot of mainstream economists like Jeremy Siegel, who's the Wharton Professor of Finance. He expects home prices to come down over the next year by 10 to 15% across the nation. And he goes on to say, I think we're going to have the second biggest housing price decline since post-World War II over the next 12 months. Mark Zandi, Chief Economist for Moody's Analytics, predicts that the housing market could go down by 20%. And keep in mind, these are in nominal terms, not adjusted for inflation. All right, Mike, go ahead and elaborate for us. <laughs> yeah, so again, this goes back to kind of how we kicked this off. George Gammon in his 50% call is all over the real uh, number, not nominal, as he talked about Mark and, and Jeremy Siegel, Mark Zandi, Jeremy Siegel. Um, I think he's, you know, again, I think he's right, mathematically correct, right? Uh, there's a lot of argument about, hey, um, you know, supply is going to be constrained, so prices will be stable. Even I've said that, right? Supply is going to be down. And it, it, this, to me, it's all about transactions, right? Transactions are as clear as day. Uh, we've already seen uh, that housing, um, the part of GDP already took a point, 1.3% uh, off GDP in Q3. 24% drop in, in uh, investment. And it, it's it's going to lead to an economic recession. The question is, 
how low does demand go? How low does supply go? Because heading into this crisis, I think it's clear as day that demand was above supply. And George's real point is, okay, supply can go down, but what happens if demand falls under supply? Well, then you find out who needs to sell. Hmm. And that's, you know, that could lead to a problem. Uh, I think I think what is going to happen is, um, again, George is so close to being mathematically correct already. With I, I think I think I played with the numbers. I think all he needs is like a seven or eight percent nominal drop over the next several years, and he's mathematically correct because we he's always talking about 2012. Um, so I I think he's I think he's so close to being mathematically correct that his call is is kind of a layup. But I do think his demand supply argument number three is interesting, and I think it's the most important one. And I don't know the answer. I don't. I don't because we've already seen demand broke. Demand seems to break at six. Supply broke at seven. And if we go to eight or nine, I, I have no idea what happens. This is the first time going through this for me as well. Housing is still required. I can guarantee transactions will fall. I just don't know how high the Fed goes and how long they stay there. Again, kind of back to point number two, if we stay at nine nine percent or above for more than a year, we could have some price weakness. It's not my current call. I think there would be so many other things that break. but um if that's if you're a George, if you're with George and that's what you see coming, he's probably right. Um, but again, kind of as we have opened, he's he's already three fifths of the way there. Mm-hmm. right? So he's already seen thirty one percent real uh, price drop. Um, so he's really only calling for 19% more and we don't include the 8% this year and the 7% next year. And <laughs> it's it's kind of a layup to get to a real 50% crash. Well, uh, that being said, he is still a very popular YouTuber. Yes, uh, I he like did make some compelling points. I like watching his videos. I think that, yeah, supply and demand, uh, I think that they're going to kind of fall back. And this is my opinion. I'm not speaking for you or him fall back more on what happens with unemployment. We're seeing tech layoffs. We're seeing mortgage industry layoffs, but that's a small part of the overall economy. I think if we start start to see major layoffs, major unemployment spike like we did in the last recession, that that does create poor sellers, That regardless of the interest rate, that does increase supply because people are forced to get rid of their house. Um, and so that's, to me, that's what I'm kind of watching. And that most recent job support came out, it was what, 261,000? last month so it hasn't started to tilt in the jobs reports at least no not yet and again if you want to watch one weekly number watch the unemployment claims thursdays uh right now i think last report was 218 that number needs to be 325 or higher for the fed to feel like they're winning so if you want to watch one number watch that Interesting. Well, Mike, I appreciate you uh, reacting to these videos with us and doing this weekly uh, series. Um, Appreciate you as always. And I guess we'll see you next time. All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks again. Enjoy your vacation.